All right, so we're heading to week 18. Pam Maldonado, good talking to her, of course, got into a lot of golf, gotten a little bit of uh, the last week of the NFL season. And look, we've certainly got into the fact that there's there are going to be factors and there's going to be extra things that you got to keep an eye on and maybe wait when it comes to week 18. You were going down the list of player incentives and you're looking on the prop market. I think that's a smart way to go. Guys, 55 yards short of you know an extra $100,000. Players know this. Quarterbacks will tend to try and get the ball to people a little bit more to help them get that because it keeps everybody happy. Yeah, as long as they like him, you know. If, right. Maybe it's a guy you hate in that locker room, maybe not. But, yeah, DeAndre Carter this week only needs 55 receiving yards. I think that that's doable. Some of these are not doable. Like, if Debo Samuel does end up playing, I don't think he's rushing for 152 no yards. No chance. Not a rushing, chance that's rushing, happening. Maybe receiving, and that's even pushing it. Gerald Everett, though, only needs uh, five receptions, I believe. So, And then he gets 250K, I believe, for 60. He's at 55 right now. So just little things like that. Uh, Justin Fields, and then there were some single-season records. Uh, we're like Mahomes. If he has 335 passing yards, he's going to break a record. You have Justin Herbert, only 34 completions away from breaking Tom Brady's record. So I think we could look at some alt lines a little bit later on, too. Yeah, Maybe Christian Kirk has some incentives as well. Zay Jones. Yep, Zay Jones. Are they reasonable? Are they yeah, ones that are. He has incentives for 80, 90, and 100 catches. Okay. He also has incentives for 1,000, 1,100, and 1,200 receiving yards. He makes 500,000 for each of those thresholds reached. So every single step of the way, he makes another half a million dollars. He has 78 receptions right now for 1,009 yards. And he's going against a terrible pass defense, a terrible secondary in a big game where it's not like, I mean, unless it's a complete blowout, they're not going to sit him after a quarter or two. got to win that game to get in. So a couple of those I think will be good plays for the weekend. Yeah, and those that might be the smarter way to go for a majority of this right now. Of course, we're going to have to wait for the props market really to get up and get robust. That's the other hard part. you got to sit there waiting until like Friday for some of these Saturday games. At some point, I mean, I know you can get a few things earlier, but there's, I mean, everybody's waiting, really. I, I mean, books are waiting oh, yeah. too with some of this as well. And it's so hard to bet sides, totals. I mean, there's a couple, obviously, there's a couple good spots, but like, look at last year as an example. Everybody kept saying, you got to hammer the Colts. All they have to do is win to get in. And it was like, well, the Colts never beat the Jags. And Carson Wentz laid an egg. Yes, and he did. The Jags had nothing to play for. Trevor Lawrence played his best game as a pro. And they won that game, and the Colts didn't get in. And everybody was betting the Colts that week. So I just, it sounds so easy, week 18, but it really is. It is really hard. Yeah. It's actually, I think, teams maybe love the playing hardest. Spoiler. Yeah. yeah, one of the hardest weeks to bet, actually. Well, we know this late in the season, it is predictable Carson Wentz will S the bed because he just did last week with the Commanders. So, yeah, you know, big, big commander conversation. Available. I love yeah. Carson Wentz. Yeah, Packer I know you do. Great. I, I know. love the uh-huh. Commanders. Shout out to them. Yeah, the best yeah, yeah. part about I know. that was I, know. I didn't even want to go into the game at Lambeau until I saw the result of that game. So, I'm just walking with my Sunday ticket with my phone like this. My wife's like, Can you just enjoy yourself today? And I said, Not until my Browns, <laughs> my Deshaun Watson, <laughs> uh, till they pull it off for us. <laughs> and they did. Can and you they just did. enjoy yourself? Shout today. out Riverboat Ron. Great coaching decision bringing Carson Wentz back from the dead. I would have went to Sam Howell over Carson well, they, Wentz. Well, yeah, they're going to Sam no, Howell not, this now week. Now they but, are, though. Yeah, but it doesn't over. matter. And I, and I don't even really love that decision, kind of like feeding him to the Wolves against a good defense. I would have rather him just played with the season on the line last week because Carson Wentz is terrible. Three picks. I, like, I understood why they went to Carson Wentz. It was we can open up the offense, bigger arm. He went 12 of 16 when he came back in. Knows the offense more. The problem is he's just not good at the end of the season, and no. he's proven that he's now going to be a lifelong backup. That was it. That was the last start of Carson Wentz's career, barring him being a backup to someone who gets injured. You know, That's really, it. It's done. R- really quick on that, So, and you're, and you're closer to the team, but um, do you think he is a career backup? Because here's the thing. like Career backups are guys that will prepare the scout team. They'll run the second team offense. They're going to give you a good look at practice. They're good teammates. 
Like, you see that even with Deshaun Watson and Jacoby Brissett. Like, they really like each other. They're, yeah. like, fist bumping. I don't know that anybody likes Carson Wentz. And do I you think either. he's going to want to sit behind anybody? Because I think he, for some crazy reason, still thinks he's a starting quarterback. Well, it's that or be unemployed. So that that's really what it comes down to. He's going to take a contract that's in front of him as opposed to taking nothing thinking he can be a starter. I mean, you're right. He's not a likable guy from all of the or a good teammate. Reports that are out there from past teammates. He got very offended when he was asked that by DC media coming in here. This is what you should expect, but he doesn't like he doesn't he doesn't motivate, he doesn't inspire, he doesn't have any of those leadership qualities. And you can clearly see it on the field. There's an energy with Taylor Heineke, at least, that Washington had. They couldn't score, but yeah. at least they were motivated to try and score. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got Carson Wentz just throwing off his back foot, throwing picks left and right. So, of course, there's no no juice for that team in that game. He'll be done. They'll cut him at the end of the year. He'll go somewhere. He's still young enough and has a big enough arm and physical tools that another coach will say, I can make him better. Come to our offense and be a backup for a year. It happened to Jay Cutler. J- Jay Cutler was always, everybody was always trying to fix him. Now Good point. he was more terrible cons- teammate too. He, uh, yeah, he was. Now he's much more consistent, obviously, than Carson Wentz. But that being said, th- there's always a young, talented quarterback. At least when they have, just have physical gifts, there's always a coach that says, "I can make him better." So Wentz will get a that's shot ego. somewhere else. It's maybe that's he could be for a starting job. Plus the XFL's coming yeah. back, so he's always got a hey, shot there. I, that's what Big I said arm. they should do. They should have traded him to the XFL. The DC defenders <laughs> would be happy to have him. Exactly, he'd be great down and he, there, and he'd be fun because he's got the big arm. He'd be the best quarterback. He's throwing the ball left-handed. He's doing that underhand thing. I think he'd be a good fit with the XFL, but I I don't think he's a starting quarterback. In this yeah, I, it, it's it's done. Barring barring injuries or him having a really good camp on a team that's not going anywhere, and he wins it because it's like, eh, why not? Let's give him a shot. Yeah. Like if Carolina has Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz next year, and, and he wins. And last thing on it, that's the only reason I would have went back to Heineke in that game, just because I mean we're seeing the same situation with the Jets, where I don't know. I mean I don't think Zach Wilson's very good, but I know for a fact Mike White is no good. But at least his teammates rally around him. They believe that he's going to go out there and... I think they like them. I think they like legitimately like Mike White. And that's what I mean. And Zach Wilson, even if he had the talent, I mean, we've seen guys with the talent. If you're not liked, especially as a quarterback, like look at the Russell Wilson situation. Yeah. In Seattle, guys were like, yeah, this isn't his team. It matters. You got to have those leadership qualities. You got to have you got to have a quarterback that people believe in. And Aaron Rodgers may be very introspective and certainly has his diva qualities. It does seem like he's gotten those receivers more or less on the same page with him. So it has kind of worked out yeah, with sure. whatever he's done behind the scenes. So, yeah, your Packers have a chance, of course, to make the playoffs. You're, you're welcome. The Commanders love you. This is That was our gift to you and all you Green Bay fans. Uh, love the DMV. The, the NFC is wide, wide open right now. It, it honestly, look, we went into this season looking at it saying, I mean, I could poke holes in five or six different teams and why they can't win and get to the Super Bowl, or they would be just, you know, a 10-win team. There were all those variables. In the end, the Eagles right now still are the one seed. San Francisco's two. Vikings are three. Tampa, because they're a division leader, four. And then Dallas in at five. But that's not how I'd rank them right now. I think San Francisco is the best team in the conference. i put Philadelphia two because I'm count- that's more or less counting on Jalen Hurts to come back and get that offense back yeah, to where sure. it was, not turning the ball over as much as Gardner Minshew has. And then you put my Dallas Cowboys. I would. I put them three. three. I would put them at three. I would. Yeah. Though if they play Tampa on the fir- in the first game, they're losing. I'm just going to go out and say that now. They're losing to the Bucks. And then it's Minnesota probably four, and then the Bucks for me at five because they're still eight and eight. But Tampa's trending upward right now. Tampa is one of those teams that's starting to at least play better football just the right time. And as Tom Brady said on his podcast, I guess it was yesterday, it's happy Tom now. 
because he's they're actually scoring again a little bit. So he's not so grumpy. So that's well, always good. Yeah, I mean, and now he has a new girlfriend. That's true. That does pop. help. Yeah, he has a new girlfriend. Man, you miss some stuff when you're gone <laughs> for ten days. Is it? <laughs> wait, did I win? Was it? Is it Addison? I don't Ray know. Or whatever? I, I don't know her name. No, it's not is. Addison Ray. It's some I random. I don't know her name. What are you, the Goo Goo Dolls over here? Uh, as far as value, there's two teams that I would actually bet. Right now, mm-hmm. I would us. bet the Green Bay Packers at eleven to one. Although you missed the price, hell, we were getting plus seven fifty just to make the playoffs. Uh, and then the Dallas Cowboys plus five hundred, just because I know the Niners don't need Joe Montana or Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady to win a Super Bowl, but uh, I don't trust Brock Purdy, and I don't know if Jimmy G's coming back. And even if he does, they're going to stick with the hot hand for Pur- sure. Purdy's going yeah. to be the starter, even if Jimmy G comes back. It's not like Tom Brady's coming back. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, who we overrate every single year. I just, I don't know. The defense looks great. The run game, McCaffrey looks better than he's ever looked before. He looks as good as he did when he was at Stanford. I just don't trust a rookie quarterback in the playoffs that's never been there. The Vikings are the biggest frauds on this list. Tampa Bay, hell, I keep saying this. I could see them getting hot, but I don't know, man. They just can't run the football. For me, it's Dallas. I think they're a sleeping giant right now. For Philadelphia, I just need to see Jalen come back. And, and look normal. I, it's not even just him, though. Yeah, and, and, and how healthy is he going to be when he comes back? And I know we've gotten some good reports. A little bit worried uh, about the defensive side of the ball. They have a lot of injuries right now. Uh, so it's just as far as value. I mean, plus 200, I just want to want to play. So it would be Dallas at 5-1 to one or Green Bay at 11-1 to one for me. Yeah, I think for me it would be it would be Green Bay at 11-1 to one and it would be Bucks 10-1. to one. Just because I think that the Buccaneers can beat Dallas. I think, you know, Dallas mm-hmm. is a team that folds up like a lawn chair in the playoffs. Maybe that won't be yeah. the case. Maybe my fandom is is blinding. No, me. trust me. The ones that hate the team say the same thing, too. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we feel the same way. Yeah, the bl- <laughs> it's blinding me. Like, it's crazy, but I would probably rank Dallas one right now. I would go San Francisco. So are you not concerned two? about Dak and the interceptions? Because that's been a big problem. Or just the rec- I think so, the DBs are my biggest concern. Mm-hmm. Is there so many issues in the secondary? Yeah, well, Mike McCarthy is still my biggest. Yeah, my, for sure. My biggest. How much concern. time is left on the clock, guys? No, because I just someone think, help me. I think in the big spot, I actually do trust Dak. He's been there enough, and and some of those interceptions, not all of them, are on him. He's thrown some bad ones. I just feel like there's some brain farts there, but uh, I trust Dallas. Run game, man. That pass rush. I mean, if Philadelphia is fully healthy, they're still my number one. But right now, just too many injuries. I mean, they just laid an egg against the Saints. So I'd go probably Dallas, San Francisco. I just I need to see more from Purdy. I know that sounds crazy. I just want to see them see them beat a couple more teams here. Yeah. I mean it's uh Philly and then Tampa, Minnesota's number five for me. Yeah. Well we know you hate the Vikings anyway. So that was expected. They were gonna be five no matter what. That being, I mean, that's a terrible football team. Did I mean, you watch that game on Sunday? It was, yeah, well, yeah, and I tried to bet them at 20, plus 20 and a half, and they couldn't even cover that. So yeah. I was like, I th- oh, they can they could cover three touchdowns. No, they couldn't They couldn't even do no. that. So. That defense is brutal, man. And it's, it is. It's really bad. I, the thing with Brock Purdy, though, he, he showed us he can play in a close game. He showed us that he can win a football game for the 49ers. They're just so talented across the board on both sides of the football that Brock Purdy's in a position where they can game plan enough where he's not having to bring them back in games where they're down two touchdowns because the defense is so good and because the offense has so many weapons. And remember, remember Kurt Warner his first year as a starter. That didn't matter for him, did it, with right. those Rams? No, for And they sure. made a movie about him. So maybe this is the sequel. Yeah. And it's Brock Purdy. He's the new Kurt Warner. Everybody looks for a Tom Brady. Why not a Kurt Warner? I mean, I won't be surprised if San Francisco is there. I won't be surprised if they do win the Super Bowl. I just, I need to see it to believe I it. just want to see Brock Purdy throw touchdowns and then do the ice in the veins thing. I'm like, this guy is Mr. Irrelevant, and he's throwing dimes. He's a great story. I mean, I'm really awesome. Until they play Green Bay. That's, well, of course. And that's fair. You should. So, yeah, I love San Francisco. But, I don't know, Jalen Hurts comes back. If he, if 
he gets a rhythm, then that offense still can do what they did before. That team is, they were pretty damn hard to beat during the regular season.